I'll be dancing home tonight with my high heels in my hand. I'll be dancing home tonight with my high heels in my hand. It's been five weeks since I started saving for my new shoes. <laughs> They're coming out of the box tonight. They're going to wow you. It's been seven hours since I played the same tune in my room. Getting ready for anything. Whole body glittering. Counting down the minutes, but the time's flown by. We've been going all night and my feet haven't touched the ground. When the music stops playing, it's not going to get me down. I'll be dancing home tonight with my high heels in my hand. It's been 20 minutes since I saw you standing in the corner there. Now we're dancing in the middle of the room without a care. Giving all our inhibitions to music laid bare. Getting to know you. Getting to know me. Losing track of time because we feel so free. I'll be dancing home tonight with my high heels in my hand. I'm still feeling ten foot high. <laughs> Keep this feeling my whole life. You've got to love yourself. Who's that? Mel C. Is she Welsh? No, but I can't do Essex. She's from Liverpool. <laughs> Is she? Yes. Yeah, she's quite clearly from Liverpool. Oh. <laughs> oh right. Well, to be fair, Liverpool. Well, I apolo- per- I'll apologise for getting her uh, her city of origin wrong if she apologises for that set of lyrics. Wow. How did you even come across those? Oh, Radio Two. Yeah, that's the sort of place you might find Mel C. So it was like. uh, the morning. Who's Zoe Ball? Right. She's doing the morning show now, isn't she? Since Chris left for Virgin. Yeah, that's radio. right. Radio. And it uh it came on. <laughs> it's a tough listen. It's tougher. It's the toughest song this year. I've not got much competition. I'd argue of the last decade, I think that's the poorest set of lyrics I've read. <laughs> Even poorer than Bust This Town. Well well that was last decade, technically. And maybe she well, wrote I, that song. I, I, well I Hold on. Definitely. Oh my god, mate! She walked around with a with a uh, Liverpool football club shirt on for years. I thought that was just because she was sporty spice. <laughs> god. Well, anyway, I just I know they've all had their issues with bankruptcy and f- doing whatever they're doing with their money and bloody the um, Mel B's had to have a billion and one sex scandals. I'm a lesbian. I'm not a lesbian. Just to make a bit of dollar. <laughs> and now she's a loose woman. And now she's on. Um, uh, the thing with the fella who pretends to be the fella, the, Keith well, the, Lemon. Oh, I thought She's, you meant the um, the masked singer. Have you seen this? Oh, Justin Hawkins was on it, wasn't he? Yeah. As the, oh, I only know about this from Facebook. I it came on the TV. I had to tell Sam to look away. She's quite funny about stuff like that. Why does she not like it? No, she like um, people in costumes. She can get quite nervous about that. So, have you, did you have any of the reveals? I haven't watched the show. If I'm honest. All oh, right. Anyway. Welcome back to uh, Open Mics on the To Track My Podcast feed. It's a brand new decade, and here we are, talking about the same old shite we were in 2019. Well, no, 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 because this we never talked about this song in 2019. What? No, I know. <laughs> ah, just a little bit of water, just to... Uh... Oh, sorry, I'm, I've gone silent because I'm racking my head over Liverpool. Calm down, calm... I'll be dancing on tonight. With my, I've gone Welsh again. Oh, God. Well, to be fair, down, to be fair down, geographically, down. it does border 
So you're all right. Oh, screw it. It can stay Welsh. Either way, I, I think actually it's probably in competition with this new Justin Bieber song, which I heard this morning. Uh, are we getting, for the new decade, are you reading some lyrics? <laughs> I'm going to give this a go. Right? Are you doing Welsh? I'm not going to do Welsh because he's certainly not from the Valleys. Well, pick an accent then. Uh, do Bristol. No. <laughs> Very close to Welsh. Do you know what, right? I hope we haven't got anybody from these regions because they're probably bitterly offended. Hold on a second. I've never once criticised the regions. They're just the easier accents accents to do. Yeah, okay. So anyway, this Justin one. Right, this is the chorus. I've not heard this song. Okay, here we go. And what, what, just quickly, as a bit of context, this must be his first bit of new material in yeah, years. Yeah, this is his first, this is his big comeback. Oh, cool, let's hear right. it. It's going to be good then. Okay. It's called Yummy. Oh, Right? This is the chorus. Yeah, you got that yummy yum. That yummy yum. That yummy yummy. Yeah, you got that yummy yum. That yummy yum. That yummy yummy. Say the word on my way. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Any night or any day. I've added a little bit there. It's actually just any day. Uh, Say the word on my way. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Someone was watching Austin Powers over Christmas. <laughs> in the morning or the late, say the word on my way. That's the chorus. Just quickly go back to the now. start of the chorus, please. Yeah, you got that yummy yum. Yummy yum. Yeah, you know, like the cake. You know, oh, like, like the, the donut. sweet. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's anything to do like with it. Long donut. Yeah, a side note once I had to, um, I had a company credit card. And oh, um, look at you. I just completed the paperwork for buying my first house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went to Waitrose, which was around the corner. With the credit card? Um, well, I accidentally bought some stuff from Waitrose. One item from Waitrose. <laughs> I think you know where this is going. On the on the company credit card. Uh, I got a receipt and obviously had to go into the finance office and explain what it was. And what I bought was a pack of yum yums. <laughs> Couldn't have been a more embarrassing item. Are they to, similar to a donut? Yeah, I, to be honest, I, I, in some ways I prefer them. But I don't like this song at all. This is diabolical. I, I, I will give it a listen to... Um, yeah. But I wouldn't... Um, I should say Mousy is uh, featuring Sink the Pink. Sink the Pink? They must be some sort of... Uh, I, do you know what? This did bands. come up in my Spotify Discover. Weekly or whatever it's called. Discover Sink Weekly. the Pink or the Mel C song? I think something to do with this Mel C song because, obviously, as we know from recent episodes, my uh, penchants for the Spice Girls. Uh, and to be fair, some <laughs> of Mel C's solo stuff's been all right, but, I mean, that sounds a little bit... Um, all right, name two. Claptrap. What, two Mel C songs? Yep. Uh, Northern Star. And oh, you said that you would not be friends. Now we'll never be yeah, alone yeah, yeah. again. Actually, Northern Star, that's about the fact that she's from the north of England. All right. Christ, the writing was on the wall. That one was good, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Is that the one I've just sang? Yeah, Northern Star? no, no, Northern Star's a different one. It's Obviously, she did the big one. Baby, uh, when you're gone. We attempted, do you remember attempting to cover that? Yeah. yeah. Diabolical. Yeah. Well, as, as my vocal performance there, I must say I'm on the tail end of a... Very bad cough and cold. So, yeah. I'll make a note of which mic I used, if you like, or I'll disinfect it. So, how's the new year treating you? Have you missed us? It's been a while. I've missed us. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. I, I, I was ex- explaining to you what well, you already knew. Uh, my little lad's been a bit ill, so he's been in and out hospital, which has delayed things. But pleased to say he's back home, all better. And this isn't a telephone. 
No, no. But if you want to send money in, we are not refusing it. We're, <laughs> no, an extension. we're in no p- p- position to turn it down. Um, we've got a third mic to pay for, and we we we've got ideas for the third mic. Um, so don't <laughs> free worry. track mind. If you're happening. bored of us, there will be a third voice at some point, not permanently. All right, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> Well, um, actually, do you know what? I think it's, oh, a, it's probably about don't time. Don't tell me on mic you want to find it. No, no, no. I, I think it's probably about time that we uh, we show some gratitude for the lovely comments that we've had. There's been an outpouring of love for this show. Um, right. Well, I don't know if it's, I don't know if this show. They yeah, might they might like top quickly. five. I know it's open mics, but we should really do sort of. You should let me know what we're doing in it. Oh, if you've got ideas. No, 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 no. I mean, this is off the cuff. I just, well, I just oh. thought, you know, it'd be nice just to acknowledge the fact that some of the people that are listening may be some of the people that have reached out and said nice things. Yeah. Did a weird thing of my throat there. <laughs> I don't know if I might be able to edit that out. Please don't do the who 15 seconds like, of rhyme. Are we singling anyone out or are we just I saying, you about, know who you are? Yeah. I Thank you for your comments. about this and I started to sort of brainstorm a list in my mind. Maybe we'll do that for the next episode. I'm a bit more prepared. Like a, uh, a roll call at the end. Yeah. A lot of podcasts do it, don't they? Yeah, that'd be quite cool. You know, and who's donated £5 to the Patreon? Oh, and let's hear them. Oh, oh Dominic from Chester. I don't think these people are donating any money. Well, no, but donating your time and your words. Actually, this And is... talking of words, we've had a couple of iTunes reviews. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I think we're up to five written reviews and seven, no rate, way. seven ratings. You can read them out. I can read them out. I'll find them easy. Because I only subscribe to two on iTunes, on Apple okay. Podcasts. One is our own. All right, let's have a look at the, Let's read some out. Ready? Here we go. Seal. We've got a rating of five out of five. Oh, I thought Seal was the first person that <laughs> reviewed. We've had seven ratings. All right, the first one. Enjoyable. Listen. Very nostalgic. Look forward to more. Nice. Oh, that was from me. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Are the rest of them from you? No. Easy to listen to. Great conversation, which is both funny and informative. Who's that one from? My wife. Right, okay, so let me guess. The other two are your kids and the dog. No, 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 no. So here we go. Laughed out loud on my drive home today. Interesting chat from two people who are obviously hugely passionate and knowledgeable about music, but who can also tell have been friends for a long time, which I think adds to how easy it is to listen to. I'm sorry. In the first episode, I think we actually disguised how long we've been (laughs) friends. So they can tell. Well done. And they've given us five stars. Another one. A great mix of music and chat and nostalgia. Very funny and easy to listen to. Particularly like the open mics format and recent Xmas episode. You swear you didn't have anything to do with that? No, no, no. They're two new ones. Crikey, people like open mics. Jeez. That's good to know because we're doing one right now. (laughs) It's nice, isn't it? Yeah, very pleasant. In fact, no, I swear there's another one because I swear a chap who follows me on... I'll tell you something that nobody's picked up on, and I think I may have mentioned it to you, but listening back in the edit, I do notice how many words I pronounce like a fucking idiot. And the key one is the topic of the the whole premise of the feed, and that's music, right? What For are you saying? Music. Music? Yeah. You're saying it M-O-O? Like, yeah. And the thing is, I've probably been saying that for years. 
and not one bastard's had the decency to correct really me. Anyone gives a toss. No, well, I do. So I'm, I'm, that's my New Year's resolution, particularly for what this. What a shit one. Music. I want to pronounce music better. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I just, I've done it. <laughs> I just think I owe it to people, really. You know, no one's as, calling for it. No, but someone just said in that that we that we seem massively passionate. Of all the things people have asked for in recent months, right? <laughs> Referendums. <laughs> you know, a, reca- a recount. <laughs> no one's that? asking for you to pronounce music any better where's that quiz that you mentioned no the quiz is coming okay it's almost written it's in fact it's basically written we just need to secure a date it's no longer the end of year quiz it's now just going to be the two track mind pub quiz Perfect. and you are still going to be able to play along if you sign up to the mailing list we'll probably put some sort of draft together something you can print off and mark your score it's a music quiz right yeah well yeah it, music oh. um that's the best bit of any quiz the you pub do, bit. Do, you do a pub quiz. The, the best bit is the, mu- is the mu- music round. Well, imagine five music rounds. Perfect. Which are catered so that you win and the other people look stupid and I can take the piss out of. Well, the guests. Well, yeah, the guests. Oh, I like the sound of this. Yeah. <laughs> the trouble is I have had to make some that you won't get because I'm your knowledge of the ins and outs. I'm hoping I'll stump you with a couple of obvious ones. Yeah, trick questions, eh? All right. Yeah. I'll start revising. So seeing as it's, we haven't done an end of year review, we did discuss maybe saying what our favourite album or albums were of the last yeah, year. Yeah, I guess with that, there was almost a potential for about five different episodes of top five. Uh, and instead we just thought we'll just give the number one spot and do well, it in I, open mics. I think we're in a very good position here because I've listened to all my end of year reviews like, oh, we listened to the albums. They were right. released almost before the first. We've come in. Oh, I see. What other podcasts that are oh, doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're going to see ours and go, hold on a second. They've done one as well, have they? <laughs> you know, so I think we're in a good position here. No one else will have released a 2019 flavoured episode. In the third week of January. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something we've got. Um, Right. Well, where would you like to start then? Because we, we've... we've well, We've I've done a few, haven't we? Album of the year, single of the year. I thought that was very, um, very nineteen ninety nine of you, but you know, singles still exist. Yeah. Um, gigs, 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 yeah, live performance. Uh, and then, did you do a most anticipated album for the twenty twenty year? No, All right. Well, well, no. Did you tell me to? I, yeah, I thought that was on my little short list. <laughs> don't, worry. don't worry. No, 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 don't worry. Don't check no. it. Don't check it. Well, what's yours? I've not got one. What's st- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Little inside choke there. Um, if you listen to the bonus episode, you might actually have got that. Well, do you want to start with that? Seeing as I don't have one. Um, what, we'll look forward before we look back? Yeah. Okay. That's my one. Oh, you've not said it yet. I thought that my most anticipated album had been delayed, potentially, right? Oh, because I, I think I know who this is then. Well, it's The Sounds. Oh. Okay. I don't know if I've spoken about the sounds that much on the podcast before, but they're, they we are. We mentioned of... them in the uh, venue episode. Uh, right, yeah. Because Electric Ballroom. Seen, yeah. yeah. One of my favourite bands who have been pretty quiet for the last sort of five mm. to seven years. I think the last album was 2013. And I've not seen them live for probably over a decade now, because I think that, that Electric Ballroom show was the last time I saw them. Yeah. But they put out a message saying album coming winter 2019, right? Yeah. So, obviously, that means December, doesn't it? 
surely otherwise if it's into January then it's winter 2020 yeah um but I, I remember it because they put it out really early in the year and I thought cracky they've done a long lead time on that they've obviously got something they're doing over the rest of the year but yeah. it had little previews of the tracks so I was like, I'm going to go back and see if I actually find this video, the announcement. So I was scrolling back for the feed, scrolling back, scrolling back. Yeah. Find the video. It was actually posted in spring 2018 <laughs> for December 2018. The album just did not come out and it still hasn't come out. And oh. there's, there's no word of what's happened to this album. So it's still my most anticipated album. I've been waiting for it for the best part of two years. Yeah, that is anticipation, isn't well, it? I thought that, that earns the title. Um, and other than that, I couldn't think of any others. Yeah, to be honest, um, there's none that really, um, we better give a quick nod to Lesson Jake. They've got new material. Yeah, that's due this year. Yeah. So that'll be interesting because that'll be the first album that they've done without Vinny. Yeah. Um, so that's, there's an anticipation and we have to give them a nod because otherwise I think one of us... Uh, suffers a, a painful death if we don't mention them every episode. <laughs> them and feeder. I think they're the And rules. trust me, the feeder mention is coming up. Um, I was quite looking forward to, or quite intrigued to hear the new Vant album. Uh, and that came out Friday. So it's quite an early release. Yeah, I've had a listen. Yeah, a 90, um, and 1975 album's been delayed, has it not? Yeah, I, I don't think they ever really put a date on that. Because okay, it was right. quite soon after the other one. But they were almost like, it's almost like a double album. But they, Okay split it uh i'm not sure what the date is for that i know there's a new single dropping tomorrow all right which at the time of recording is oh uh, yes it Wednesday was because i went to click on it and then i realized it hadn't come out yet yeah. I, thought I think it's like radio that. one's hottest song or something like yeah, that. yeah so yeah i'm looking forward to that uh but the van album is interesting because it's very different to the first album which was quite a sort of straight up kind of rock album yeah. this is more uh more interesting Sounds right. like samples and different like program beats and stuff. You can still tell that it's by the same person. Like it's got his kind of like DNA on like the songwriting. But yeah, yeah. it's very different. And I can see a lot of people perhaps would be a bit alienated by that. And actually, I think his original plan was to do it under a different name. Uh, and then probably realised very quickly that, you know, the, the brand that he has is Vant. Where are you going? I'm just going to go and shut the window. <laughs> I think that ship sailed, mate. I, there was a massive lorry that went past earlier on. I think we picked that up. Um, as long as it wasn't a pirate radio station or something being played. Um, well, I, I, I opened the window because it was too hot and now I find it's gone the other way. Um, it's quite toasty in here tonight. No, no, yeah, but the, obviously the fire's gone off now, so... Lovely wood-burning stove in the corner. Yeah, we weren't kidding when we said that on the Christmas episode. No, I don't know. It's the only thing that eats this room. This radiator, for some reason, doesn't work. You're a plumber. Can you not fix it? No joke. <laughs> I took the radiator off and flushed it through. And I think there's a blockage in the pipe somewhere. Right. So I might have to reroute Call someone out. <laughs> no, I might have to reroute the pipes. But at the moment, as you can see, I don't have time. So That's something to look forward to. Um, so you've not... Oh, you did mention a couple. All right, you have the hook on that one. So okay, let's, let's go back then. So oh! album... It's hardly an anticipation, but the new Bombay Bicycle album, uh, uh, Bicycle Club album, I'm looking forward to. Well, there you go. That's one. That's <laughs> as good as anything done, else. Um, which, now, I was going to make a joke about this, because one of my favourite albums of last year, not the favourite album, but certainly one I loved, is the Hold Steady, Thrashing Through um, Passion. Yeah, the compilation of... Yeah, but 
I was going to question you. They never call it a compilation and they never correct anyone who calls it an album. In fact, in Rolling Stone's top 50 albums of last year, it's classed as just the new Hold Steady album. But Bombay Bicycle Club have done something very similar with with song releases. They've released almost, I think it's five singles now from the album, all with almost like miniature EPs. Each track is like each single release the actual single has got like four songs on it okay and it's those four jumbled up in a different order so when you go to listen to that single you then hear the other three and then they're releasing the album which i think is only 10 tracks long so they've almost released as many as hold steady almost did Mm. before they released the album interesting like this big single build up but i've not seen any of them but they're almost weekly and then yeah. they're dropping the album. It's a bit like we were talking about, I think it's on one of these shows actually, just about the way that that just seems to be the norm now of just dropping bits and pieces of mu- yeah, m- music. Spotify has changed everything, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, good because you get to listen to the, like, almost, but I, I quite like it when the album, you know, you get one lead single, bang, the album, and then they a few dribs and drabs of the singles, but now they're not even releasing singles when the album's out because they want to push the album. I think it's because what happens is once the album drops now, that's kind of the end of the campaign mm. um, because everybody's got the album. Whereas the singles that used to follow after an album came out was to try and get people to still buy the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas they don't need to now. But the thing is, bands that have been around a while, they don't give a toss really about the singles and the singles charts. Being number one single isn't as great like all these bands they want to be number one album the yeah week it comes a bit out. more credible isn't it so i wonder if the build-up of these more singles before the album's release you almost you know stream 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 let's listen to that listen to that oh there it is physical copy <laughs> <laughs> just like that <laughs> but yeah so yeah that, that would be uh my... that's all right so between us we came up with an all right little list there yeah that was fairly impromptu little feature um but you have got some notes for uh album of the year 2019 single and live performance yeah so should, yeah. We, should we do them by category it's not an award ceremony or anything but uh album and of presenting the year. this award <laughs> kelly <Vase>. jones oh. <laughs> i can imagine one would be a slightly higher budget than the other right now well yeah um yeah, yeah. Which one do you want to do first? Single, because probably not as much to talk about. Or Sing- start high, finish on some shit. <laughs> <laughs> single was interesting because when you said it, I was like, oh, I don't know about single because I don't really think about the tracks that way. In part because of this way that Spotify works. Now. Yeah. Um, but I've got one. All right. And here it is. I warned you. The mention was coming. It's Feeder, uh, Fear of Flying. Which Great song. I think is quite like a classic single would have been. It sort of stands on its own. I mean, it's good, you know, it yeah, fits yeah. in with the album, but it's radio-friendly, it's got a sort of, as you'd expect, kind of structure, um, catchy chorus, yeah, yeah. had a video. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good lead single, and it's not... Though what happens with a lot of singles, you get bored of the single. Because yeah, you yeah. hear it, obviously, on rotation or whatever. And then the album comes out and you're more interested in the other tracks. Yeah. But actually, it's still one of my favourites from that collection. Yeah, fantastic song. Really good. And a really good, really good pick, that. Mm, um, thank you. <laughs> did you have any possi- yeah. possibles? Yeah, I, and I didn't know that I would. 
but I have got quite a few. I think um uh I can't read my bloody writing. I've started making notes and I can't even read them now. Um uh, Vampire Weekend, Harmony Hall, I thought was a good single. Okay, yeah, yeah. Again, probably not my favourite one from the album. I think there's some but more as interesting singles stuff. Go. But as a single, very strong. Yeah. Um so another band that I've been listening to a bit in the last year, Japanese House. Have you heard them or heard of them? Never heard of them. They're on the nineteen seventy five managers label or the or the no, I think the label that the nineteen seventy five are on. Yep. Um which I imagine is probably like licensed out to them, obviously it's yeah, a bigger yeah, label. Yeah. But uh, one of the acts they put on that is, yeah, the Japanese house. And I look back because I recognise the name and they actually did open for them when they played the Bic back in 2016. So I could have seen this band then. Oh, right. I didn't. Just got to the gig late as an idiot, you know. Um, so I missed seeing them live. But uh, yeah, they, they're really good. And I think this, yeah, this thing was called Maybe You're the Reason from the album, which I can't remember the name of because I didn't make a note of that. Well, that's right. uh, but the album was very good as well. Uh, so, yeah, well, it's only in the that. single, so we just need the But speaking single. of the 1975, I mean, we mentioned uh, that single, didn't we? Back, I think, might have even been the first episode of Open Mics. Yeah. People, I thought that was a really good single as well. Different. Um, yeah, but, you know, achieved the objective. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, then this sort of like, kept going on. I thought, no, I'll stop. Because <laughs> well, you just wanted one, and it's not a top five episode. A couple that could have... Done it for me. Weezer, the end of the game. Hmm. Thought that was a really good single. And I, you know, standalone track because of the, uh, they obviously, when the whole Hella Mega tour was being announced, they obviously just ripped off whatever he had. And he went, well, let's do a, a single release. Yeah. Because there'll be a lot of press around it, which is why it's got the sort of Van Halen and they did the Van Weezer. It's got a bit of a stadium rock field in the intro. Well, that's the, um, Van Weezer is the album, isn't it? And that is going to come out. But that single came out back in September, didn't it? So it's it, quite it a long lead time. It came out when they announced that tour, yeah. didn't they? Um, yeah, yeah. So it was obviously dropped. No, those are really good. So is that your number one? Or? No, no, no. I'm just doing a few. <laughs> um, I still really love that Post Malone Circles track. I think it's brilliant. Oh, it's a great piece of pop writing. Uh, Miley Cyrus. I did wonder. I, I was going to note it on mine. It's, I wonder whether you'd say it. It's a great song. But I am going with I know it's re- it was released at the end of this year, but I'm, my top single was Billy Talent. Uh, forgiveness part one and two it had a really big vi- uh, video for it for the whole length of the track which, which I've not seen U- which is up on YouTube I think and like you although it's not whether or not it makes it on the album will be interesting but you know when um, Green Day released Wake Me Up When September Ends mm. and MTV Rocks they I remember it because I believe me and my sisters for some reason watched it they released that video at 6pm uh, do you know what? I remember seeing it. Yeah, as a bloody lot, as if it was a film. An event, yeah. Yeah, and they it, it used to do that. And I can imagine if Billy Talent were back then, maybe that this video would have been an and event. this song might have been like we're releasing it at six pm, you know. And uh, yeah, I just what a, I think it's a great single. I think it's different, and I think it it sort of breaks the mold a bit. Do you know what would have been really cool? And I think probably this ship has sailed now because. People don't. Oh, I'm about to say people don't watch it TV. They do, but I, I wonder. You know, like sometimes you see the ad breaks, and they have this quite often on Channel Four, where like Honda might take over the whole of the ad break. Yeah. When you consider an ad break is about three minutes long. Yeah. Why wasn't there more songs, music videos, like debuted in ad breaks? Like that just seemed like a yeah. Ma- that seems like a massive when, missed trick especially now. Especially when the budget on videos was high. Like, yeah. Imagine sat down. Uh, Friends has finished. Frasier's about to come on. 
And in between, you've got Fat Boy Slim, weapon of choice. Yeah. You know, you can do this. And yeah, so, good you, choice. It's very quick thinking on well, your no, Because that's a video I really remember. Like, yeah. There were some amazing videos from back in the day. Mm. Um, you know, I you, think uh, occasionally, like, they did used to actually debut a video on Channel 4, but it wouldn't be in the ad break. It would just be like a short little... Um, Oh, and I now think, here's you know, the video well, from oh whoever. Oh, God, I should know this. Coffee and TV by Blur. Yeah. I think that was debuted before maybe a TFI Friday or something with okay. the little milk carton. Yeah, I remember Because I think as a promo thing, they released some milk cartons with the face on it. And, you know, but it was different then, wasn't it? Oh, we're talking it's, about it, a completely but, different world. And it's certainly not changed for the worse. I'm like, oh, they've ruined things. <laughs> because obviously it was all going to go internet-based and it was all going to be streaming. And it's it, and if anything, it's more accessible than it's ever been. Yep. And there's still people buying physical copies. You know, it, it's still an entity. But That would be a good topic for a, a special edition or something of the podcast where we talk about how... Things we like and don't. What what it's like being a music fan now compared to what it was like 20 years ago. Do you think 20 years ago was probably when we were sort of really getting into yeah. music? Um, I think it's become a bit more throwaway. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, oh, you, Well, this is what I was saying about the albums. Like, once the album's up there, that's the end of the campaign because well, well, put, put it this way, you've got nothing else to give. For instance, those singles, Miley and Post Malone, right? Post Malone, I click the single... And then on Spotify, I get rid of it and I go straight to another song. Now, if I had to go out and buy that album, which we regularly did, we, we you know, we did buy singles, but I probably would have just saved up, spent the tenner, and bought the album. So that would have gone in the five track CD changer, and I would have listened to the whole album. Yeah. Now it's so throwaway. Yeah, circles is done. Bang, slide away. Bang, Billy Talent. You know, <laughs> it's in, unless I make the effort to put an album on, like when I'm running or driving. Most of the time, I will just go. That song's finished. What do I want on next? It's interesting. I um, sort of related to this. I did a like a little poll on Instagram just before Christmas about, or it might be just after, before the new year. Uh, which year was better for music, two thousand nine or two thousand nineteen? Yeah, yeah. And I sort of mentioned this now because we're looking back at twenty nineteen. I genuinely think twenty nineteen was better for music. I don't think the t- two thousand nine was bad, but I think looking because i basically made a playlist for each year to kind of like yeah look at it for myself stand back and sort of look at it um and kind of judge based on my own listening taste yeah yeah. and maybe it's well it's difficult to look at it subjectively because i'm into this stuff right now yeah but i mean i like some of the stuff that came out in 2009 i still would listen to it yeah but i think Generally, mu- music is in a better. <laughs> People are going to say, "Fella, just say music, you fucking bastard." Um, I think it's in a better place, and I think it's because of the the freedom for bands to do. Yeah, bands that might not have been able to get out want. there are getting out there a bit better. Yeah. Well, I, funny enough, I listen to an, um well, a part listen to it. I'm not massively keen on the presenter, so I won't um, spill them. Um, because that would be unfair and I probably will go back and listen to it but they're doing it there's a podcast where one of the episodes is 1994 and I think I mentioned this to you um, the best year for music and uh, in terms of what was coming out yes in terms of like how easy everything was to get hold of no but that year was like Smash Dookie Blur Mm. versus Oasis Um, massive like so many unreal albums came out in 1994 it's mad like it really was silly yeah see i wonder what 
what uh, looking back, what um, memorable albums were there from two thousand and nine? It was all just Mumford and Sons back then. Like people were just really. Uh, was that two thousand and nine? Yeah, I think it might have been. People Which just means really like into that first dinosaur pile up. Oh, don't get me wrong. There was also a lot of good stuff, but I just seemed like the conversation was kind of dominated by, yeah, Mumford and probably early Ed Sheeran as well around that time. Wow. Yeah, I know. But Taylor it's interesting. Swift. Most most people did actually vote on the poll. They voted two thousand and nine. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah. But no, I think it's good that we've got um, some good singles. Um, yeah, I was, I was pleasantly surprised when I actually sat and thought about it. So, album. Yeah, album. Mine was a tricky one. Um, I thought I knew straight away without even thinking about it. And then I remembered some of the albums that have come out this year. And there's, like you say, this last year was insane, right? Just... I'm sure I'll, I don't. If I pick up on one of yours, don't give it away. But you had Jimmy Eat World, mm-hmm. um, Hold Steady, Feeder, uh, Pup, Idlewild, Bad Religion, Slipknot. You know, I, that's I'm, I've given the Slipknot hey, album a listen. It's good. I'm not. I'm not debating the quality I, it's of a it. Bloody. Massive album. There just will never come a time where Slipknot doesn't get a little bit of a laugh from me. Not, as, you know, in a looking down on it way. It's just I think they are comical. <laughs> yeah, no, I listened to it because I listened to a podcast about one of the songs on it, and they dissected it. Um, in fact, the one I just made you subscribe to, Song Exploder. Oh yeah. Which, if you if you like to hear the breakdown of how a single or a song is written, um, I really recommend it. Um, the REM episode gave me chills listening to some of the original tracks and the the original bits of how they did it. And even the Casey Tunstall episode on um, Suddenly I See, the way they lined up the drums, like, it was all about the producer with that single. It was like, you know, the way you play acoustic guitar, a guitar is jumpy and bouncy. I can't have a drum just doing a four beat. So he made the drummer play to her vocals yeah, right. and then they layered it so that's why it's all a bit like boom, 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 boom. It's it's mad, and that's the difference. But anyway, we're not talking about that. But it's really good. They're ten minutes long. I really recommend it. Yeah, I'm going to check um, them out. So I thought it was going to be pup, morbid stuff. I really did. And then I played it yesterday, and I was like, oh god, I love this album. So can I have two? Or looking at my list now. Um, oh, yeah. So no I'm, one's come around to check, mate. So I'm going to go with Idlewild, Interview Music. Yeah. And maybe I'll just go with them. It, so, so the difference is, Pup was straight away, I knew I loved it. First listen, loved it. So every, you know, great intro, just amazing. And the, the last song, what they've done, which I think some albums tend to not do, is they tail off. And the last song's a bit... But this, you know, picks up again. But Idlewild was... I played it the first time because I bought it at the show I went to see them on vinyl. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then every listen, I just got more and more into it. And I was like, no, this is an insane album. Like this, And it's got nods to what their older sound was with some of the, the rocky guitars. But it's technical. It's different. It's, it's really good. Like, I don't... And I think they don't get as much credit as they used to when they released, like, the remote part, which 
Oh, that's older than 2009, but, you know, it was released in a time when it, it was... Oh, really? I didn't realise they'd been going that long. Well, yeah, I think they're on 25, maybe, or 20 years. Christ. They've been around, I think it's 24, if I'm being precise. Bloody fact, hell. Um, and they're, like, basically, apart from one, I think, they're all original members now. Right. Um, maybe I'll go for Idlewild, interview music. I'll surprise myself. <laughs> so you just <laughs> talked up the pop album. <laughs> Nah, fuck it, it's Idlewild. No, but, but honestly, Pup is a phenomenal album. Um, I, and all three of their albums have been strong. Right, I'm going to listen to both these albums and I'm going to have the deciding uh, verdict for the next episode. Uh, please listen to them both. Then. I will. I think if, you, if you'd like them enough to give them that accolade, then I'll give them a But listen. what I will say is Jimmy Eat World surprised me. That's Good album. probably top four of the last year. I was so impressed by that album. And, you know, I'm not, always talking about them am i that's your thing <laughs> oh thank you um <laughs> it's nice to have something and bad religion i thought that was a brilliant album i know you've not listened to it in full but if you if you know i think it couldn't be my favorite because it's it's not really doing anything different they've not yeah. rewritten anything it's another bad it's a bad religion album, album but yeah. i do think it's clever they, they do amazing punk it's the sort of punk i like i love his vocals um, but yeah, we'll go with Idlewild as my favourite album last year. Excellent. And yours? I have to confess, I've just oh, hit my nose what? on the mic. You know, that wasn't what I was going to confess. Um, I don't know a lot about this band. Oh right, my God. At all. So I am not an authority on this band in the slightest. And I even had to do a little bit of reading just to have some facts prepared for this. But my album of the year, hands down, is American Football. Right. Oh, it made um, one of the lists I was looking at uh, top 20. Yeah, it is really good. Now, we talked about whether we were going to discuss our Spotify, um, what's it called? Wrapped or something? Yeah, I I'd remember. still quite yeah, yeah. like to do a couple. Well, you can if you want. But I said to you, mine's, <laughs> mine is bollocks because I have music that I listen to at night. At yeah. night. Well, this was an album that I was just putting on, not necessarily to sleep to, but just to chill out to yeah, like yeah. at the end of the day because it's quite... a sort of laid back album yeah um when i got the rap thing through it was just like yeah that's your most listened to album yeah, most yeah, listened yeah. to artist all the songs was from that album and i was like okay this this is telling me something here and i think when i saw that i was like oh no th- that album's been a big part of my year actually yeah, yeah without yeah. without almost because it's quite i guess maybe this is fair to say for them as a band I mean I've got to be careful because I don't know that much I mean I might listen to the other two albums and go fuck I didn't expect that is so, that all they've got um, they've got three albums all I know is the front covers are all very similar aren't yeah they? with they're, the font that's right it yeah. kind of steps over and it's um, a like a, just a, a bit of photography isn't it yeah uh, the sort of photography I like just like a random kind of like scene yeah, or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know I've always had that sort of thing it's, it's very much like you kind of like Atari sort of like yes yeah, so I was going to say which is kind of maybe what drew me in. I mean, you don't judge a book by its cover, but yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. totally do. Um, again, it was down to Spotify Explore that I actually gave it. Is it no, not Explore? Um, Discover yeah, Weekly yeah. that I actually gave it a go, and it was only because Haley Williams sings on one of the songs. Okay, and obviously I've got some of her stuff in my library. Yeah, that it picked that up and it said, you know, listen to this. So I gave it a go, and I liked it despite the fact that she was on it. Okay. You know, it wasn't one of those things I was like, oh, no, I quite enjoy that because it's got, you know, Haley in it. Yeah. I actually really like the song. Um, and the album, yeah, is, is of a similar 
quality. Oh, uh, I think you would like it. I mean, I don't know whether it's got a bit of a, almost a bit of a stigma attached to it because it is a bit of a cult kind of band. And yeah, I, for some reason I'm imagining them older. They must be because the first album came out in 1999. Oh. <laughs> so that was when they did the first one. They're almost a bit of like a postal service type thing. They went away for years, came yeah, yeah. back and did a second one in 2016. I hope I've got this right. And then this most recent one is... So they've had a bit of a resurgence, I guess, in the last yeah, all, all right. five years. You listen to Pup and interview music uh, and Idlewild. Yep. And I'll do American football. I think you'd enjoy it. Just quickly, though, that does mean I should probably change to Pup. Because no joke, if I go to uh, this rapped thing as well, uh, your top songs of 2019, Kids by Pup. Next is A Million Dreams. By Pup? No, no. That is... <laughs> Um, there's two versions. They're both from uh, Showman, The Greatest Showman. Oh, right. <laughs> so th- the second one is the Hugh Jackman version. Um, then it goes Morbid Stuff, Pup, Free at Last, Pup, and then the pink version that she did of A Million Dreams. Now, this is because <laughs> I do the nursery run three times a week, so I, I go back and forth. And Fred, at one point, when he first saw The Greatest Showman, my eldest boy... He was getting in the car and he'd go, Greatest Showman. So having a Bluetooth radio and then we'd just belt out Greatest Showman. But I'd be, I was doing that like he'd go again. <laughs> so I might listen to it three times on the way to nursery. But then it's Turnstile, Pup, Turnstile, Pup, Rage Against the Machine, The Greatest Show, another song from The Greatest Showman. Then it's Fear of Flying, Feeder. There we go. Um, and then it's Jets to Brazil. Chinatown, which well, you is did talk about in there. Fucking ancient, you know. <laughs> but then it's bloody, and then it's slide away. Um, circles, May sixteenth by Lagwagon. I'm sure there's I, only one I, day that you listen. I got a lot of listens in of that before Slam Dunk, and then didn't see them live because I went hey. to see Turnstile. Hey. But it's all pop. Oh, Melancholin. Yeah, that was a good album. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd say that's one that I didn't continue listening to later in the year, but when it first came out, I definitely gave it a few spins. Weezer did the Teal album last year, didn't they? Yeah, and the Black album. Everybody Wants to Rule the World is there, but yeah, there's a couple, and then the lower down you go, it starts going into rock lullabies. Yeah, there you go. You're into my section now. Yeah, but this isn't for me. This is for the wife. She uses the Spotify and the iPad... And it, uh, she puts on um, like a whole, like they do them for all the bands, Weezer, Nirvana, yeah, and they turn them yeah. into lullabies. Um, I think it's a Jimmy World one. Well, I found it more interesting seeing my 2017 and my 2018 and stuff like that. But yeah, it's 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 pretty decent, but a, a lot of pop. Blue Sky Blue by Feeder. I quite I, liked it. How it's, do I find mine? It should just be if you press home. Home and then where? Just scroll down a bit. Uh, 2016, Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen was oh, my top song. Oh, yeah. Top songs 2019. <laughs> yeah, the the top 10 are... Mate, <laughs> oh, God. You could not have planned this. The top uh, eight songs... That uh, album, by the way, the American football one, is only eight songs, but they are quite long. And is it all of them? That's the top eight oh, songs. Oh, we'll do after that. The ninth one... Feeder, Fear of Flying. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so we weren't lying. We did love that song. Um, then what have I got? Uh, yeah, this is when it starts to then get into my um, 
my sleep playlist. Carrie yeah, Brothers. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, more feeder. Craig Finn. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, that Japanese house one. Maybe you're the reason. That's in there. Yeah. So there you go. So I we, know a lot of people were posting on Instagram when it first came out what their top 10 songs were. It's interesting, you know. Hmm. I think it's also, that- it's also interesting, these stories <laughs> where people's uh, charts are affected by something in their life. That yours is from having kids. Yeah. Mine is from <laughs> not being able to sleep. Yeah. Um, but so, the thing is, interview me, uh, Idlewild's not on there because I typically put that on, on my record. Yeah. See, it doesn't because count that, does it? Christy will listen to it and the boys so I'll put it on it's dinner music for me yeah. or if I'm doing stuff around the house I won't typically should have... I listen to it whilst I have my dinner or no give it a proper listen <laughs> okay I <laughs> didn't know if it was just you know pairing note for your for your burrito or something um just a quickie did you check out No Geography by Chemical Brothers no was I supposed to no oh I thought maybe well, I had uh, homework well, no maybe we should pick an album from last year that we might not have listened to and check it out and review it or give it oh, a Oh, there quick... was one that I thought of um, that I'd missed. I don't know. Um, there was one other category. What's the other? Oh, gig. Yeah. No idea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're normally quite prepared. Look, he's got a lovely new book as well. A podcast. Yeah, which I did post a photo of. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I do. I do. There, it's really tricky. It's so tricky. Who is it, Run DMC or? No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't realise they were back. Um, if I cancel out the crowd, it's Idlewild. Okay. At the engine rooms in Southampton. Because oh, that's really interesting you say that. What was wrong with the crowd? I just went into it. Ah. It was three quarters full. And I think that's one of those venues that you can space out a bit. Because I've never felt it packed. Mm. In there, I think it probably could fit another 50 to 100 people in anyway when it's sold out. Because the back near the bar yeah, it's is always, a bit always quite sparse. And the, I don't know. But they, if you're, I don't know. I, I don't know if it changes having played gigs, but how tight they were, how the song sounded, how the set flowed from old to new. One of the best banter from... Uh, the front man, uh, Roddy. But in terms of a performance, it was amazing. But then, you know, I can't believe it's just between these two again. Pup in in Southampton. (laughs) He's even got a Pup t-shirt on. Was a totally different... (laughs) Oh, I bought them there. Um, Was a totally different gig because I was a bit drunk and it was mental. But I quite like standing at the back and appreciating a band now. But then there were some great performances at Slam Dunk. It's really tricky. Yeah, but you've got to pick one. That's the whole point of it. Uh, who else have we seen this year? It's definitely... A's not there, I'm afraid. Is A yours? No. No, it's not. Who else have we seen? Who did we see at Slam Dunk? Effects. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not up there. Um, who Bad did religion, we see? Less than Jake. I can't remember because we didn't see a lot of bands together that year. No. Um, well, that said, I've got a couple for my gig of the year. Okay. One of mine is a slam dunk performance. And as I ran <laughs> past you before, <laughs> before we started recording, uh, which was the interrupters, yeah. which I had, as anyone who listened to our slam dunk review, I had a wonderful time 
down the front making friends with people. And I think you almost went a bit Rob Bride, and then <laughs> I had a wonderful time. <laughs> I might have done a tread on your toes with the Welsh stuff. <coughs> um, I did. I was high as a kite. Um, not Whoa! Any, not alcohol like induced. <laughs> alcohol induced. Not on the weed. If you want to smoke weed, please do it responsibly. You know, I loved that album. Yeah. And was that twenty? No, that no, it wasn't. To be fair, that wasn't on my albums of twenty nineteen. But it? I was. I got to it late. Um, so yeah, I was quite, uh, over the moon to, to see them, but, and, and I did get stuck in and it wasn't like a really rough crowd. So you yeah, could yeah. be down the front, like having a skank and enjoying it and not have the fear of life that some big bastard's going to punch you or something. So I had a great time and it yeah, was just, yeah. I was really in the moment and it was mad because I sort of came out and then spoke to a few of you that was on the outskirts and I was like, oh, that's brilliant. And you're like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. We're just been having a chat. <laughs> Maybe mine is less than Jake from Slam Dunk then, because I was involved for that. Yeah, I wasn't. But that was fun involved. Yeah. I still enjoyed it, but I wasn't. Um, but my sort of point of contention on on who might be the actual take the, the spot of the year, I finally saw churches last year. And oh, I've been waiting for years course, to yeah. see them. But I saw them at um, O2 Academy Bournemouth. Yeah. It was a Tuesday night, and the crowd were half asleep and it was nothing to do with the performance yeah, because they were yeah. giving it all now but here's a, here's why i would possibly give it to them um as the gig of the year because i've seen them do that same set in various uh filmed um shows from yeah, like yeah. festivals and stuff over the summer and there was one when they did and i think it was like the i think it's called like the bellum tartan festival or something like that it's like a it's sort of quite a well-known festival um and it was obviously televised and it's fantastic and i might even go back at some point and watch the whole of the show again it's the sort of one that if you had on dvd you'd you'd, you'd watch multiple times it's exactly the same set but just something about it just with the crowd being more into it it's just like a different league so i feel like <laughs> excuse me that's all right i feel like I did experience that gig, just not with the crowd that I saw it with. Yeah, I like to see... Um, Christ, if you were going to go and see... I mentioned it earlier, Nick Cave. I'm hardly expecting the crowd to be off their feet moshing. I'm not after a mosh. I'm not after no, that. No, I know, but... But I'm after... Churches I is like, like a... a little bit of singing along. I don't want to be... S- Static. I want. I like hips moving. I like, you know, feet <laughs> tapping. I like a bit of noise, you know, from the crowd. Right. It's caught. Cool, right. Just. I was just looking this up while you were starting to write a new Mel C song. There. <laughs> um, it's the Belladrum Tartan Heart Festival. Christ, that's a mouthful. I was almost Why right. Why would you name it that? I don't know. It's probably got some sort of historical reason. Oh but, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. Um, what were you saying? Uh, no, no, no. I, you know. It's not. I can be at an empty gig and yeah, it, still enjoy it. It's funny because our friend um, Tom McLeod was doing the merch for that church's gig. All right, and I said to him, "What did you think?" And he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Yeah, I could see why someone stepped sort of further back from <laughs> the lack of crowd anyway, who didn't really know the songs, probably wouldn't have been that moved by it." But me knowing all of the songs, yeah, yeah. you know, I was like, this is fantastic. I'm finally seeing who I, if we'd had a category for like favorite band of the um, decade, it's probably them. You know, I, uh, I love that band. Um, yeah, it's just, it was, I, I think I said at the time, I wish I'd gone to Alexandra Palace for it. 
Yeah. But there, there's been bands over the years where I have eventually got into them because I've been at a gig, pretty much Reading, I suppose, and I like someone's gone in and I've gone, oh, yeah, I'll come in with you. And you've just got absorbed into it. Mm. And suddenly... They're your new favourite band, yeah. you know, because a crowd can do that. A, cr- a crowd can pull you in and then the band don't have to do anything. They can just work it. And, I, you know, I, I know Idlewild are professionals. They've been around a long time, as we've established. But I think it still knocks you, especially from where they've come. The first time I saw them was Hyde Park to 150,000 people. You know, I think the remote part had just come out. So they're doing Hiding Place and everyone is mm. singing along, you know, that that ballad that it was, or like, um, it, it was just mad. And I saw Feeder the same day, and you, like these bands that came from there, I'd love to be ballsy enough to have a guest who was in one of these massive, you know, Five Nights at Brixton or whatever bands, and say, what is it then like to play the engine rooms <laughs> on a, a Wednesday or whenever it was yeah. to... 300 people knowing it fits 600 in yeah because how do you explain that and fair play for these bands to keep going because they're producing music the 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 proper fans the the the, and they'll they'll gather new fans from the new music they're doing but it must be so difficult that's a tricky one isn't it because i'm as you were saying it i was thinking the way to avoid getting too wrapped up in the big shows is to keep playing the small shows yeah, yeah. as well and i think that's perhaps why you see sometimes bands will do like a 200 capacity room before they do brixton academy or something yeah, yeah yeah but the difference is that room fits 200 people and once you've got the 200 people packed in there the atmosphere is probably comparable to a massive room that's filled yeah, as well yeah. the issue isn't the number of people it's whether it's a half full room yeah, yeah so yeah. when you say about um 300 people in a 600 capacity room. Yeah. The 300 people will be fine in a 300 venue. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the tough thing. Looking out and seeing like, ah, oh, fuck, like <laughs> there's a massive yeah, gulf between see, the bar and the back of the audience. You'd sooner see, I would have sooner chucked it in Wedge. Yeah. Which is slightly smaller. Yeah. And it probably would have been close to selling out. Mm. Um but it, it, I bet that is tough to it just is get... interesting, but there's been plenty of bands over the years that um, I can't, you know, Less Than Jake when, you know, and to be fair, they've, you know, revitalised in the last few years, to be fair. They're playing big venues. These academy venues, they're playing are massive. But they used to do like a guild hall, then drop down, come over for maybe four shows and do like a Wedgwood or a smaller little run and mm. maybe London Garage rather than Brixton with a bigger headliner. They, and Rewig Fish did it. They used to do Southampton Guild Hall on every tour. Yeah. And then remember that one tour before they did... Um, the one, What was the one with Don't Start a Band on, with the fire, with the... Um, uh, we're not happy till you're not happy. Yeah. They came back and did Wedgwood because we were like, oh my God. And I remember having to ring up Wedgwood to get tickets the day they went on sale because yeah. it sold out. <laughs> but then the next tour they did was back at Guild back at Hall and me and you were dancing to... All the um, everybody sucks bloody bam, 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 you know doing I all think, the classic moves. Um, there's there is like a sort of a business strategy with that. Is that sometimes they bands will undersell, so they'll go for a smaller venue to create the hype for them, then to do the big venue yeah. again because people don't get in 
and then they're desperate to see them, and then yeah, they'll yeah, go yeah. and see them again. Oh, it's great. Which is, is, well, it's a bit of a it is a bit of a dirty trick, really, but it does work. Oh yeah, um, but it's a, a dirty trick for who? You know, the people who manage to get tickets are over the moon. Yeah, it's interesting. And they still there was go a, and see him, you know. There was a thing um, going back a few years ago with Frank Turner where he did a big arena tour. I guess it was. No, no, no. That was more recent. Well, he was doing. He did a tour of, of, of quite big venues. And people were saying, oh, Frank, you've changed. Like, this isn't you. Yeah. And I think it was, I don't know if it was the drummer or it was one of the guys from the Sleeping Souls said, no, Frank changed when he did the tour before this one, which were venues that were too small for him. And it was the, the basically that, that strategic thing that the label had kind of said, we want you to do a, a tour where you undersell yeah. um, yourself so that you get the hype going then for when you do the big tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And they were never comfortable with that because their mentality is always, we don't want to shut anyone out that wants yeah, to see yeah, this band, yeah. which I think is, you know, for all the, you know, good and bad things that can be said about that whole outfit, um, mostly good, of course. But um, that's one thing I think is really, it's a good, it's a good, out, it's a good well, um, you, outlook to have. You know, you, you can always tell a tour. I've noticed Manic Street Preachers of late. It seems like when they get to the bigger cities, the Manchester's, the Birmingham's, the London, um, Glasgow, the day after is always free. And that's strategic because, but they're doing, rather than go out and do like a six arena show, they know they, if they go out and do an album tour of the one that had a design for life, I've, I've, I literally can't remember the album now, but, oh, and that's going to annoy me because it's a, it's a, gonna, a, and it's going to annoy a certain listener more. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ed. Uh, not me. Uh, another Ed. Um, they could, that album tour sold out. Now they probably could have put that in Wembley, uh, Birmingham NEC, but instead they did, I think, quite a lot of academies. But they did two nights. But not every venue is going to be available for two nights. So Frank mm. going out and doing Salisbury City Hall is that the tour you're on about? No, no. This was longer ago. Oh, is it? Yeah. But he can't always then, once it sells out really quick because it's a tiny venue, add, add another, another day. Yeah. But that's why some tours, you see them add on, like Feeder have just done. They mm. sold out that recent Tallulah tour. And what they've done is, in March, is it, or April, they've got four or five extra dates, haven't they? Yeah. And they've gone, yeah, we'll hit the cities we didn't hit. Mm-hmm. And that must be a little bit of a business strategy. What strike while the iron's hot type stuff. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting. There's definitely more bands seem to be touring again. Well, the thing is, it's how they're making the money, isn't it? Particularly yeah, yeah. those sort of artists. Unless you're rancid. <laughs> when was the last time they were over here? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I think they're due for a slam dunk. Yeah. So I don't think they would play this year, but I think they're probably due for one. They're a band. Uh, there you go. Most hotly... Uh, who would you love to see live this year? Okay. haven't toured... So this is a bit like the most anticipated, isn't it? But yeah, it's more of a but wish list. But we don't list. know. We're just guessing. Okay. Uh, oh, fuck. Have you got one? Oh, no. <laughs> Save that for the next episode, then. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, Jesus. The sounds. You know, I, I've been dying oh, to Oh, the whole see. steady. I'm looking forward to getting those tickets. Yes. But we know they're, um, we know they're touring, and we know there's a date. So hardly anticipated. We just need to... <laughs> Pull a finger out and book two tickets yeah. or three tickets. I think we've been spoiled, really, in the last few years of, of bands. This year, I haven't done a lot. What, the one just gone? Yeah, in actual going to gigs. Okay, I think probably I'm thinking of the last few years. Yeah. In the last few years, I've seen oh, a I've lot of my favourite bands. A lot. Um, yeah. 
I'd love to know other people's. And we had a, I, I sent out a thing on the, the Instagram about other people's favourite oh, albums yeah. of the years. And most of them I'd never heard of. And that was really interesting. Some well, it's given I, us a list to check out, hasn't it? Um, yeah, some I will check out. Uh, I'll just pick two at random, um, mainly because I know they both listen. Um, uh, my mate Matt, uh, running Bucky, he chose Learn to Grow by Bonsai Trees. And we briefly checked it out, didn't we, together? Yeah, we quite like that, didn't we? Yeah, I'm going to give that a full listen. Quite like that. Uh, yeah. And then I can't even pronounce it. So <laughs> Whose was this? All right, so this one came from a, a, a chap called Sean on Instagram, uh, another runner. Lingua Ignota <laughs> by Caligua. No, Ca- Cal- Calgua. Right. It's quite heavy, wasn't it? Yeah. We were quite shocked because at first it sounded quite choral. It was like... Yeah. A, but what? then again, I know he did a list and one of his favourite albums last year, um, a couple actually I've listened to. One was um, Ghostine by Nick Cave, which I did right. check out. Good album. Cool. Um, not sure it would have made a top five, but um, as a lyricist, he's bloody interesting. Some of the ways he, he gets words in is mad. You going to recite some of his on the next show? No, because they're not shit. No, but you could have good lyrics. I mean, why is that oh, so strange? No, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think the the fun of it is trying to find all the right, shit song. Right. Um, as a quick recommend, I don't know what we're like for time. Uh, I don't know. Um, we we had some from Fraser, uh, who's been catching up on the the shows. He oh, sent yeah, some nice yeah, messages yeah. over Christmas. Uh, his were a band that I've not heard of. Crikey, I'm not even sure which is the. Right, the band is called The Comet Is Coming and the album is called Trust in the Life Force of the Deep Mystery. I'll give it a listen. It is a deep mystery, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, But the other one that he mentioned was The Twilight Sad. Uh, He must like the long album titles because this one's called uh, It Won't Be Like This All The Time. Now, that album I did give a listen uh, and... I quite like some of the songs on it. It's not one that I've gone back to. I think I'd have to be in a very particular mood for it. It's not too dissimilar to something like Las Vegas, actually. Okay. Uh, and that might just be me being really uh, generalistic in that they're both Scottish bands. Um, but, well. uh, but our friend Kat, who's also been listening to the show, she's been raving about the Twilight Sad, and I think that might have been one of her albums of the year. So, yeah, well, check them out. Talking of already. long album titles, did you see... So Bring Me the Horizon released an album earlier this year called Ammo in the, the start of the year. But they've released a new album and it is called... Oh, bollocks. <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> yeah, fucking long one. Uh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> oh, it's just come up with an ad. Music to listen to, dance to, Blaze to, pray to, feed to, sleep to, talk to, grind to, trip to, breathe to, help to, hurt to, scroll to, roll to, love to, hate to, learn to, plot to, play to, feel to, breathe to, sweat to, dream Jesus to, Christ. hide to, live to, die to, go to. That's one for Fraser. There you go. It's uh, two new tracks and then they're all collaborations. Right. So they're songs that, that it was their way, the collaborations are with bands they want to push for 2020 which yeah. is a cool idea yeah um so there's a, a a lady called Hazley, i think is the lead single off it who they've done a track with it's all very different it's very sort of is that Halsey? sorry yeah i mean i i might not be, i might not be right 
Halsey. 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 <laughs> she's massive. Oh, is she? Yeah, I think. Oh, what venue is it that she's um, playing? Because Ed. Just quickly, you've made me sound like an uninformed cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that might be the first C bomb we've had. Um, Ed, oh no, my mama. No. <laughs> Ed, as in not you. I'm sorry, Ed. Dad, and I'm sorry, Mum, for dropping a C bomb. Uh, <laughs> it was in context. Totally. Other Ed um, was talking about her the other day. Because he was amazed at the size of the venue that she'd sold out and he'd never heard of her. And I said, oh no, I've definitely seen that name around. Yeah. But we had a really long conversation about how that happens so much now. And I mentioned to him about, uh, B- is it BTS? Yeah. The uh, the Japanese yeah, yeah, J-pop yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you I've can, been reading about it. I was like, you can buy their dolls. Like you go to Tesco's, you can buy like a set of like they 10 do, they're dolls. They're doing a London show and it's an arena. Yeah. And never been over before. And Ed was just looking at me like... I could just see him realising his age yeah, finally yeah, yeah. catching up with him. Well, I've had this same feeling with Laura Marling, albeit years and years and years ago. Yeah. When we showed up to a Guildhall gig one time and her one had sold out. And I was like, who the hell is this? And then she sold out Brixton on the same tour. And I was like, I fucking never heard of her. Now I really like her. I had heard of her. And this goes back a very long time ago because there was a Beans on Toast song yes. about Laura Marling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then oh, I think... I think that there was that song, and then we never heard anything about her. And then suddenly she was selling out yeah. venues. So I think the first I heard her was she sang on a Mystery Jets right. track, and her vocal performance on it is awesome, really yeah. well as well with his. Well, um, but yeah, it's it's so the first two tracks are just them, and then it's basically with other people. Lotus Eater, I've heard of. I know them; they've been around a while, I think. Uh, but Happy Alone, Bexy, Yonanka. Uh, Toriel, like, I think you know. Well, it's funny because the way the conversation went with me and other Ed was that that is a way now of introducing bands to other, you know, to other if bands. If only Ricky Gervais had done it on uh, Derek, you would have been all over it. <laughs> There's that, a nod to a previous. That episode. came back to mind the other day, actually. Uh, oh, about that. Um, I just sort of laughed myself about the fact <laughs> that the way that you recited what I'd said at that time, it was just word for word. Oh yeah, I remember it um, vividly. Sorry, what was I trying to say? Um, oh, sorry, I broke your train of thought. Collaborations on tracks is a way, it's kind of like a digital mu- music era way of introducing a new band to a fan base in the way that you would have done it with a support band before. Yeah. Because bands are building these followings online. How do they do it? You know, it's not like you can have a song that plays before. Well, you do sometimes on YouTube yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. but they're introducing artists through these songs. And it kind of worked. I mean... You know, I found American football because of the Hayley Williams yeah. thing. Yeah, and I found the Big Moon. Oh, yes. That was your recommendation the other day. Yeah, so they're um, looking forward to seeing them randomly, found them, and then realised they're supporting Bombay Bicycle Club in Bournemouth, which was awesome, because I've listened to the album now, their recent album, and it's really good. Some tracks are better than others, but it's really good. Looking forward to seeing them, if we can get down early enough. Oh, that's definitely on my list you to got any? Out. So... American football, I'll take away from you being the band I, the album I need to listen to. And if you could listen to Idlewild and Pup for yep, me, I'm please. I'm writing down my homework. I, I'd like to add, I heard another podcast do this, but it's three words. Just quickly, let's get a bit serious. Um, <laughs> although you might hear us take the piss out of lyrics and bands occasionally, you know, 
the top we of the show, you said to me that if I'm going to do anything, that I should have run it past no. you. What the hell are you about to do? <laughs> but we appreciate the effort that they've gone into making music. Look. For people to listen to. Don't, we... if, if you like a band, don't ever take offence to it. Because oh I had... God, no. It was... I can't remember if it was my... Someone, I think it was my mum, said, or one of my sisters... Might you shouldn't have, be slagging off Paul McCartney. No, said, do you ever worry that what you say people might take like take personal? I was like, well, yeah, because people do get personal about bands. You know, if someone was to turn around to me and say, I don't know, something about Green Day or R.E.M., I would really defend them to, as if they were like my family. You know, what the hell do you mean? You know, um, but we only ever, we're only ever joking. Obviously, some jokes yeah. are more than ever. It's interesting, actually, because, you know, I, I, as we do this open mic show where it is a little bit more... Um, Free reign. Yeah, for sure. And, and and we do disappear into territory we're not necessarily planning to. And then when you listen back, you think, is that the reflection of ourselves that we want to put out there? Yeah. yeah. Now, I think probably everyone does take it with a pinch of salt, but... You know, there, there will never be people that that, don't. that take it a bit too seriously. I'm sure there's people who have listened I don't to think... a episode. Maybe. And not listen again because <laughs> yeah. we're a bit too... I'd love to know who those people are. I really would. As much well, as I love the nice Well, they won't get because they can't hear <laughs> Are you listening, are you? Have you given us a new go for the but, new year? Uh, but genuinely, I do, you know, I know what it's like. But, I mean, we've been in bands. We know well, what point... it's like to have people show up and people Absolutely. also not show up. Well, the point is, like... I the fact that we do this, I mean, we we reflected, didn't we, on on the sort of year to date of doing this show, and on all the shows. Um, that it's a really nice thing for you and I because it's given us a reason to hang out more. But actually, I think, and this is, I, I hope that the audience again, this, the people that are listening, um, and from their comments, I think they are that what we're doing, even though we're having a bit of a pop at people sometimes, it's quite a positive thing oh, yeah. overall. You know. We started this because we love music. Yeah, oh, so absolutely. So you, you couldn't do this podcast if you didn't have a genuine interest in all forms of music. Yeah. And I think, Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, we're going to change this up a little bit. Um, Why? What else have we got? <laughs> I'm going to catch you off guard now. No, no, no. You do know about this. Um, what, one thing that we're criminally bad at is actually uh, encouraging people to like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever you platform sing? you're well, listening have I done to that before do you what? sing buxton oh i don't just sing buxton i've got a dance to buxton oh now, no right it started with i was doing the washing up the other day listening to buxton shall i film and it? uh no well, okay yeah maybe after <laughs> uh and i said to sam i was like right i'm listening to something can you guess what it is from this dance? I did the dance and she didn't have a fucking clue. Does she uh, listen to Buxton? Yeah, she does. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then this sort of like passed and we moved on. Um, and I think like the dance is kind of inspired by, you know, Buxton as well. I think it's a nice podcast that you kind of get like the positivity yeah. from that. And when an episode ends, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I'll have a little dance. <laughs> But they came on again the other like day. And subscribe. Please like, like and subscribe. subscribe. I don't know whether we're allowed to do this because obviously, you know, we're not stealing that for our own uh, outro. But, no, we're um, not going to sing it. But no, if unfortunately, Acast, you can only subscribe and you can favourite shows. But and obviously, it helps if you're downloading the show. Um, and if you could listen to the end, we don't have any waffle, we don't have sponsors at the moment. I don't think any come up. 
<laughs> no. Certainly not yet. Um, I think we have to record. So the end is the end. But if you could hang on to the end, it registers as a full listen. Um, but if you are listening on Apple, or if you have the Apple app, if you could just go on and just click five stars or four stars, or whatever stars you deem it fit for the show, and leave a little review, it will help boost the pod. Yeah, because we just want to, you know, find other people that enjoy it as much as you are. Yeah, but, but we want this to be as accessible as possible. And if it's more accessible, more people will get involved. And you never know, it will open the door to maybe, you know, we could do, you know, my lounge could be full of a small number of people who we've said, yeah, come and watch us record. That's a brilliant idea. You know, they could sit. We get That's a four-seater <laughs> sofa. There's a little stool and a chair. We've got Max's little chair in the corner there. I'm sure Fuzz could sit on that. <laughs> that's a very nice joke. Uh, Fuzz is a very small person. Uh, that's the only joke. I'm not Big even heart. sure he listens. Big heart. Does he listen? I don't know. If you are listening, mate, reach out. I'll tell um, you what, I might send a message to him and say, why aren't you listening? <laughs> We've got you, a chair here for you. You've just had a nod. Um, I mean, we, we, we've considered whether, and I think probably the open mic show would, would, would be the most fun one to replicate live. Well, I'd like to... Find a pub, so say maybe Anvil, book downstairs and do a live. Maybe having a couple acoustic artists. Well, I thought about that, but and just... do a live thing with people downstairs. How good would that be? Yeah, I mean it's the kind of the go-to place because we're so familiar with it. But I don't, it's not the most comfortable, is it? I think we probably want people to sit down. Oh, right. I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't wish people sitting down on that floor. What? Well, I'll tell you now. Oh no, there's no King's Arms is always quite. Well, fun. look, we're going to give this some thought, and that's going to be New our Year's ambition. resolution for two track mime podcast feed. There's going to uh, be a live show this year. Yeah, I reckon that could be a name. All right. Oh my god. What do you mean it's going to be a name? A name for us. Oh, we said the name. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> but also, if you've listened to this now and you're one of, and we're, the numbers are going up, so we're very, very appreciative of that. And for as long as we can, we are not going to charge. <laughs> is that true will you senator will you agree to that well you see things are often in motion and and what is the the present we can't always assume that that's going to be the present in the future present <laughs> that's really good yeah i know political <laughs> are you um, still listening fucking hell if you're still here now genuinely drop us a line because not, not, don't give us a ring because we're not passing out numbers but oh, drop us a message we could get a hotline couldn't we <laughs> people just, could leave us voicemails it's just becoming a wish list for the year um, now. anyway but no so you can catch me uh, get me on Run With Ed on Twitter and Instagram Liam they can find you at Liam Toms and LiamToms.com where I write all sorts of mad rambles if you could subscribe and if you're on Apple or your podcast app allows you to rate and review Please do so. The best ones will get read out. I've proved that this evening. <laughs> two, yes, two were fake, all right? But two were bloody real. Uh, yeah, like if you do it and you, you, you give us evidence, we'll buy you a pint. Maybe a half. I'll buy them a full pint. Mm. <laughs> and I will even go to London and pay £6. That's how much it's worth for me. All right, if you leave a review, you're first on the list for the live show. You can have a free ticket. Excellent. Okay, as that's done. Bye for now. Bye.
Oh, I forgot to mention about the... Um, oh. Do you know... Uh, have you seen about this Billie Eilish is doing the James Bond? <laughs> Don't add this now. Oh, people are going crazy about it. But I think, you know, give him a chance. Well, you know what it's going to be, don't you? She's already released it. She? 